Welcome to Game Changing Minds, brought to you by Oslo Business Forum in collaboration with Huawei. In this podcast, we will talk to game changers and hear their thoughts on topics like innovation, technology, leadership, and women in tech. My name is Siri Bershum. Today's guest, Monika Beate Tvet, partner and director of technology at Forte Digital, and Therese Sletten, director of strategic initiatives at Visma, are both named one of Norway's 50 most influential tech women in 2021. So let's get to know them and see if we can find out what makes them so influential. First of all, ladies, congratulations to both of you. Thank you so much. That I'm is uh, so cool. Congratulations to you as well. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I feel a little bit like a sports reporter right now, but um, I have to ask. So, um, Teresa, what was the first reaction that you got when um, they called you and told you that you were on the list? Actually, I was so happy uh, to be on the list. And uh, I was also very humble uh, and also very surprised uh, because I haven't thought about being on this list uh, because uh, I've heard about others being on the list and uh, that has also been my role models, uh, both inside the company and also outside the company. So it was very good to be on the list. So what about family and friends? Were they just as surprised as yourself? Actually, I think so. Uh, and I'm actually from a small uh, town in uh, Norway called uh, Otta. Uh, and it was so fun because uh, all this community uh, have like uh, engaged in this uh, and I have also been interviewed for the like uh, the local newspaper as well. So I've got like a lot of phone calls and messages with congratulations. How many live in your city? It's uh, 4,000, but uh, this newspaper is actually from Lillehammer and uh, the Gudbrandstad area. That's really cool. What about you, um, Monica? What does it mean for you to be on this list? I think, first of all, it's... Um I got this question, how, how do I feel about it? And if, um, um, if I had some, um, what's it called? Um, hesitations around being on a top uh, 50 list only, um, uh, including women. And my thoughts are that you should, first of all, as you said, be humble and grateful that others in the industry actually thought about you. And made the effort and time just nominating you and writing down down why you should be um, a part of that list. So that was my first thoughts, just being grateful um, and a bit surprised also. Uh, so I think the first thing I asked when they called me was really <laughs> how did how did this happen? And instantly, my you know we're kind of analyticals, uh, mm -hmm. analytic. So I was asking, okay, who nominated me and why? And I wanted to know everything. Like, uh, So it was a great experience just hearing the different names from uh, other companies uh, around in the country. And so I was, um, yeah, I felt really, it was a great feeling. And um, so I reached out to everyone who had nominated me and thanked them. So it was people from uh, more than 20 years ago and up till now and previous employ uh, employers. 
so it's um, I think it 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 just made my day to say it the least. So. And the reactions from your colleagues, um, what was that like? Great reactions from the company and uh, in the tech industry, uh, especially in the tech community in Oslo and in Bergen, where I'm from. Uh, but also some, not negative feedback, but some uh, small, um, what is it called, stick? Yeah, like. Comments like yeah, small yeah. Uh, comments from uh, men, um, especially in the world of finance, just pointing out that um, it shouldn't be something that you talk too loud um, about because um, there were men who actually had achieved great things um, and they didn't feel the need to be a part of such lists. So it's um, yeah. that's that's oh. interesting. Did you get any of that? Uh, uh, not at all. So, but it might be that people have taught it, but uh, without saying it, uh, you never know. But uh, all re- reaction has been like positive. Uh. I think we'll we'll come back to that one uh, uh, later, Monica. But before we sort of dig into the days today's topic um, of this podcast, which is why do we actually need Um, role models. Um, I want to know a little bit more about who you are um, and um, where you work and what sort of what is hiding behind that fancy title of yours. So Teresa, sort of you are a director of strategic initiatives at Visma. Can you tell me what Visma, tell me a little bit more about Visma for the listeners that don't know the company and also what you do? Yes, absolutely. Um, Visma uh, is a company that uh, create or like develop uh, IT solutions uh, for uh, mission critical uh, businesses. Uh, so it's everything uh, within like payroll systems, ERP systems, uh, school administration system, welfare systems, uh, and so on. Uh, we are now 12,000 employees uh, across uh, 22 different countries. Uh, and uh, what I really like with Visma is uh, that it's a Norwegian company. Uh, and uh, Yeah, and the founder is uh, still there as well as uh, chairman of the board. Uh, so, yeah, a really cool and interesting company to be with. How old is it? It was uh, founded in the mid of the 90s uh, and have then grown uh, like with approximately like 1,000 employees each year. Uh, not in the beginning, of course, but uh, now the last years it has been like approximately acquiring uh, 20 to 30 new companies each year and adding like 1000 new employees. Wow. So So how many how many comp- how many work there now? It's uh, 12500 uh, employees and they're all based in Norway. No, no, no. Uh, it's in these 22 different uh, countries. Uh, so for the last years we have uh, grown the most in the Netherlands. Um uh, but we are also now growing in like Eastern Europe uh, and we also have a site in Argentina so that's quite interesting. But what do you do? Uh, my job is uh, as you said strategic initiatives director and um, that's actually two responsibilities within that area. It's uh, something that we call the competence centers uh, and that uh, is our own nurturing centers in Europe. 
uh, we have today uh, 1,800 developers uh, working from nine locations across Europe uh, that is developing our products every day. Um, and uh, I'm really proud of the, these people uh, and also to establish these workplaces across Europe. And uh, then I'm also responsible for artificial intelligence. Uh, and uh, that's also an uh, area that is growing a lot within, uh, in, within uh, Visma. Uh, and I'm responsible for two teams there. Uh, it's one that is doing optimization technology. Uh, and one example there uh, could be we launched uh, last year uh, a solution for the nurse, uh, home nurses in Norway. Uh, because uh, until then, uh, when they like plan the day, they have done this manually. Uh, but uh, now we have this route planner that is uh, providing them with the most efficient driving routes. Uh, so they have now saved like 10% uh, of their time that they now can spend together with the patients uh, or, or the elderly at home. So... I think it's some cool innovations uh, coming out from artificial intelligence. And we also have like kindergarten allocation, automated timetabling for school, uh, shift generation solutions for hospitals uh, and so on. Fantastic. And what about um, you, Monica? What does it mean to be a partner and a director of technology at Forte Digital? First, uh, Forte Digital is uh, fairly a, a, a young child <laughs> compared to uh, to Visma. So it's uh, we uh, started in 2017. Uh, it started as a fairly small company uh, founded by a group of uh, technologists uh, who all worked in the tech industry as developers. And today we are 130. Um, people here in both Oslo and in Krakow. And in Forte Digital, we have three main areas. So we have the experience, like UX design, graphic design, and we have the business consulting. And then we have Forte Technology, which consists of all developers within cloud, uh, artificial intelligence, uh, front-end, CMS systems, so everything within tech. So that is the company that I am running and responsible for, um, both the 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 company and uh, its employees. And what do you do? I do like all different kind of things uh, that I never were allowed to do in my previous um, um, companies where I worked. So. The good thing is that now everyone in Forte, even the CEO, everyone is hands-on. So we are actually working in projects. So uh, one of my roles is a programmer. So I'm developing right now. I'm at Nuff as a backend uh, developer, uh, developing cloud solutions using Azure. Also, of course, I'm responsible for the the company, the tech, uh, for the results, strategic plans, um, everything that comes with that um, area. And also the competence groups and um, making sure everyone working at Forte has great opportunities within learning and self-development. So I have the uh, 
Uh, I'm also the people manager for everyone within tech. Why do you think you were on the list, Monica? From what I've heard since I asked that well, question. I, I'm not sure if I want to know what people have said. But no, I, but I, I think want, it, why do you think you, you're on the list? I think it's because I'm very, I like to help out. And I have for many, many years done a lot of initiatives in the tech community. So arranging courses for free, speaking on uh, conferences. So I'm, I'm very like passionate um, when it comes to what I do and tech. I really love it. And I think in that way, just um, bringing and making opportunities for other people and helping them, if it's getting a new job, if it's helping them write a CV or uh, giving them tips on how to negotiate your salary. And and it doesn't matter if you work for me or if you're in another con- uh, company. It's uh, so I think people appreciate that and I try to help uh, and I like to help and share whatever if it's something I've learned or uh, some experiences uh, if it's uh, something I've not managed to do and what I actually learned from that and so I think or at least it seems people like to talk to me and they like to discuss different um issues that they might be experiencing, both if it's private or um, at work. Um, and they know that um, they can just give me a call or write me a message and I'm I'm there. So I think that is probably why. And also perhaps because I'm a bit crazy. So uh, <laughs> uh, I think people, if I have an idea, I, I just do it. And I think... Um, I'm not always the one who obeys all rules and processes, but I make think, uh, things happen. And I think that inspires others to try to uh, go after their own goals. And um, But has it been a, a long journey for you? Has it been, has it been easy? No. Did you uh, know from the start think, that you were going to do tech? I think uh, I've, I've gone the hardest way possible. So uh, the, the good thing is... Uh, I know how to perhaps not do it. Uh, so I'm now 41, turning 42, something. That, that is yeah. so, it, <laughs> and you don't know your age anymore. Yeah. And so then it, it, it doesn't mean anything. I don't anything. celebrate uh, birthdays uh, for myself. It's like just another day. I'm very good at celebrating others' birthdays. So I'm, uh, yes. But uh, so um, I knew how to program as, at a quite young age. I was very interested in just code, uh, always being quite um, creative. So when it comes to being a developer, you get to have that creative side. Uh, you get to draw how the UI is and you have to solve these complex uh, algorithms. So always loved it. And that is, I knew about this because my mom was actually working as a teacher within uh, networking and uh, computer. So I found some books. And I think when I was uh, in my teens, I made my first like uh, script or code. It was actually a virus, you know. So <laughs> I, I installed it on my mom's uh, computer. <laughs> so it was when you, when you start uh, the computer, you have this alert box coming up and you need to click it to close it. But then it opens like 10 more and <laughs> it just goes like that. I was very pleased with myself. So, 
How pleased were your mom? She was, uh, she didn't find it uh, as funny as I did. So, uh, but uh, again, uh, I was in my, my teens and um, I started high school as everyone else, but I didn't complete. Uh, so where I grew up, it was kind of a, a rough neighborhood and we made other priorities at that uh, age. So school wasn't like um, that much focus on, we can say, yes. So I didn't complete high school and uh, I become became a mom at a fairly young age. So I had two children when I was 22 21 and 22 and then I uh, became a single mom at 23 uh, so uh, there I was uh, suddenly one day I stood on the street uh, I was kicked out and I had two young children I didn't have an education I didn't have a job um, and I think that was the first lesson you know because I was so dependent on someone else so that is like a promise I've made myself since. I will never be dependent on anyone. So it's having, knowing that you take your own, uh, um, you're creating your own path, your own future. Um, you can have others supporting you, but you should never be dependent upon them, how your life is going to be. So I started then, uh, I knew I wanted to be within tech. So just starting to take all the high school, you know, math, physics, everything. I think that's uh, pretty impressive that when you go from not finishing school and then go into STEM uh, subjects, that's sort of very... Yes, but it's... very. Uh, I've always been... Um, I've done very good um, throughout my life within anything I've done, if it's sports or if it's uh, different subjects. So you can still be a dropout, but it doesn't mean you're not good. So when I found something I really wanted to do, I my I have an insane like focus and dedication. So it's uh, I'm then I'm never giving up. So it can take some time. I mean the physics parts was uh, fairly new, but then I had like every night at eight the children went to bed, uh, and then I started to read. So every night at uh, at eight until I went to bed, just uh, without any exceptions. So I did that and uh, I had several uh, jobs at the same time, just trying to, you need to pay the bills and uh, kindergarten and everything that uh, comes along with having a family. So, um, and then after some years, I got into high um, school in Bergen and started the, uh, to become an engineer. And passed, and I was so I was so pleased. So just uh, the bachelor for me, it was like uh, the greatest thing in the world you could achieve. So I uh, congratulations! It's uh, so you. impressive. Uh, yeah. What about you? Yeah, actually, uh, I have always always been interested in uh, tech, uh, but actually, I chose uh, business. Uh, and went also to Bergen, uh, but uh, to the Norwegian School of Economics there. Uh, but after when I graduated, I wanted to combine my interest for like tech uh, together with uh, my finance degree. And then I started in Visma in, uh, as a management trainee. So. And tell me, where did you uh, work now again? 
still in Wisma. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been there now for 13 years. Uh, so and it has been like a fantastic uh, journey so far. So why do you uh, manage to, or how do you manage to stay in a company for such a long time? I would say that uh, it's a company that uh, gives a lot of uh, opportunities uh, to young people. Uh, and uh, you develop, uh, yeah, develop quite uh, fast uh, and get uh, new roles almost uh, every year. Uh, so... But has it been easy? Like, have you had a, a crowd cheering for you all the way? Or is that why is that why you have managed to get new roles every year? Uh, not at all. It, uh, it's not easy. Uh, but I think uh, what I've learned is to say yes uh, when it comes up uh, new opportunities. Uh, just uh, try it out. Uh, if you fail, uh, then it's always someone there to support you. Uh, so I think that's a good advice uh, Actually, I think also it's uh, your responsibility. I also, if you work in a company, I see many people are quitting because they want a new role in another company yeah. and they feel flattered because they got an, uh, an, some offer. But I think you actually have an, um, a responsible um, to, to try to create that role for yourself in your current company. Yeah. Because if you just quit, actually you're just stating that I couldn't managed to achieve this. So it's kind of a failure. So I think number one is that you need to try to create those opportunities for yourself within that company. If it doesn't exist, then you can be the one who takes the initiative to create that kind of opportunities. But then if you see it's not possible, then you could um, go somewhere else. Yeah. So I think it's uh, also, it's, as you have been working there for so many years, so it shows loyalty. And it shows initiatives. And I think we need more of that within tech, especially today, because people, I don't think they have the kind, the same respect as before when it comes to what you are able to, or which uh, way you can impact your own uh, company and the opportunities that lies um, or will or can uh, be provided. So, But you've yeah. been moving around. Yes. Monica, so haven't you managed to do what Teresa has? Uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think my first job after uh, graduating, I stayed there for many years and it was great. I loved it there and uh, had a lot of uh, responsibility and everything. But uh, one day I, I just discovered that uh, everyone else were earning um, a couple of hundred thousand more than me. And uh, so it, become, it became of kind of a, um, a statement that I don't want to work uh, somewhere where you are underpaid and it seems uh, that it was, they knew about it. So it's more if, if you're not the one who is asking for more. Mm. I was just grateful. I got a job and an income and I could pay my bills. So for me, it was like great. And uh, so I quit my job the same day. And um, I think for one year, uh, another consultancy firm, they had been asking if I was interested and I also, always said no. But uh, that day when I found out that everyone was making more money than me, I picked up the phone and they doubled my pay. 
So um, actually, doubled your pay. They doubled my pay. Oh, so uh, that's, that's nice. nice. How how's your uh, salary negotiations been, Teresa? Actually, maybe I should uh, <laughs> check that out now. Uh, but uh, actually, we are like benchmarking uh, in, in Visma, so uh, I think we are on quite fair levels. Uh, but we are not like market leaders uh, within salary because we also want. Uh, other parts to be important, not not only salary. But we, now we've been talking about sort of your uh, journey towards becoming um, on the, to, to come on this list. Um, but do we really need such a list? I would say yes, uh, because we because we still see that uh, it's too few uh, women within tech. But isn't there like an elephant in this in this room that um, we talk about the 50 most influential women? So wouldn't you say that we're discriminating ourselves because it it should be the list sort of with um, the the 50 most influential tech people? Wouldn't I, you rather be on that list? Absolutely, but uh, I still think it's important uh, to have like a female list as well. Uh, to inspire maybe the young generation or especially girls to start with uh, in tech and also see the possibilities that uh, also girls can uh, or women can succeed within this uh, yeah, industry. I think for for my children, they are now 17 and 18. And when they, when they are now uh, starting to reflect on what do I want to be. And I see that my son, he is reading newspapers and he is seeing Tongen. And he is then, of course, he's using that to look up which education did he uh, start on and how did he manage to become what he is. And I think that is why it's important to have this uh, focus on women in tech, because then younger and uh, the younger generation can say, okay, what did Monica, how did she uh, managed to become what she is or uh, what areas within tech is she working with? Because I think it's a great lack of information regarding which or different roles within tech. Mm. It's not just a developer. We have hundreds of different roles within tech. So the more uh, different uh, or more women with different backgrounds, the more um, uh, information we can give uh, regarding, okay, she's working with this. What uh, does this uh, include? Uh, what, as you said uh, earlier now, uh, what does that mean? Mm. Uh, your title, what are you actually doing? So I think we have to inf just give more information when it comes to what does it actually mean working within tech and which possibilities um, is available. Yeah. And maybe also use our people within the company. Uh, we have a great initiative in in Latvia, uh, where actually our developers, both female and men, uh, visit their schools, uh, primary schools, and tell about tech, uh, and also try to inspire about the young girls and young boys to start within that industry. So I think actually the tech companies uh, need to do a lot more to uh, to get more people within tech. But we we know that most successful people in in business in in sports or or in life in general are those who who find lessons and um, inspiration in the success or even failure of 
of others. Um, and I think that if you look at role models, um, they can drastically impact um, our worldview, the way we behave, um, the way we grow or, or the, um, the choices that we make. And, and listening to your, um, your story, Monica, I, I came to think about one person that actually um, inspired me, and that's Michael T. Jones. Um, I was so lucky that I met him um, one of the uh, first years that I worked at, at um, Google, but he was, a, he was actually a high school dropout. He never went back to, to education uh, like you did. But, and he founded a company called The Keyhole, um, and he did that around his kitchen table in 2000. Um, and I'm wondering, do you guys know, do you know who Michael T. Jones is? Not at first, but no. uh, after uh, that we talked a bit yeah. earlier today, <laughs> now I know. <laughs> but I think it's, it's fascinating because he um, he launched, so the, the keyhole was actually what today is known as Google Earth. And and that has um, made the sort of the foundation um, of to democratize and to personalize maps. And I think that's just uh, so fascinating. Um, uh, but even though I was inspired by him. I think that what I took away from listening to his story was that the, the, the hard work that he had to put in and that I knew myself that if I want to get anywhere, I can do it, even though I wasn't really great at school myself and, and came home with the best grades, but I had to work hard to, to get there. So um, what about like now that you guys are role models, um, what do you want everyone to to take away from from what you do? Like, um, do you have any um, anything that you want to inspire them to? Not only necessarily to work in tech, but is there other things that you want them to to take away from from what you do? Really good uh, question. Um, I would say that uh, it's so important uh, to develop our young talents, uh, and that is what I focus on, and give them like the freedom uh, to like uh, create like uh, the next big thing for Visma, and uh, to be like a role model. I think that's uh, something that we need to focus on. Uh, uh, develop the next generation uh, and give them the chance but will you change now that you you are a role model will you change anything that you do today or will you just continue to do exactly what you did knowing what you know now that people look up to you actually i don't uh, i don't think things have changed uh, after becoming a part of this list uh, so actually i will continue to try to be the best leader uh, for my people uh and uh, give them like the direction and responsibility they need to succeed. Uh, but of course, um, I will also maybe participate more on like social responsibility programs uh, within the company. Uh, for example, now I'm part of a program where we develop like a learning platform for uh, children in uh, Lithuania uh, in the age of uh, 12 to 16. Uh, and the fun part there is that it's actually our developers, so that is the actors uh, in these learning videos uh, themselves. And it's also our developers that have created this platform. And it's more like uh, uh, 
they are learning to code uh, on a fun way, uh, and it's uh, both for girls and for boys, so they can choose their own hero. Uh, so a girl can, uh, for example, choose a monster if she wants uh, to in this game, or she can choose a princess. Uh, uh, and I think these initiatives are so important going forward. Have you ever taken any, taken any risks uh, in your career to, to get where you are today? Define risk. Uh, I think we take risks every day, uh, but uh, it's uh, have not been any like big risks. Uh, but of course, I have uh, sacri- sac- sacrificed. That's also a difficult word. Uh, a lot uh, as well. What have you sacrificed? Um, I've, uh, I'm using a lot of time on work. So of course, uh, family and friends. I've sacrificed some time with them uh, because I. Yeah, really like spending time on work. Yeah. What about uh, you, Monica? Have you, <clears throat> after getting, uh, uh, becoming this role model, have you become more confident? Or or do you still um, question decisions you make? I don't think... Or have you ever questioned a, the decision? No, I think it's, uh, um, it hasn't changed the way I am because uh, I've always had like I'm always who I am I'm very transparent uh, I try to be um, myself fully out uh, at work in private uh, so I, I, I'm not taking on different personas or uh, giving an, another version of me ever so I'm my, myself uh, completely and I think that is extremely important so also uh, I'm as good as showing my failures as my success so in within the company we have like certifications and I was the first out just I'm going to take this exam uh, and just just to show that it's not you don't need to be scared or uh, because everything everyone is thinking oh you need to know everything and uh, okay you postpone and postpone and so I took the uh, exam and I failed so I was the first in a company who actually didn't pass um, and just showing that I'm not afraid of that it's not like since I'm a leader I have to be perfect not at all so as you said uh, if you've uh, taken any risks I think that is so important it's just to be comfortable mm. and uh, learning to thrive when you take a risk because you will grow and you will you will learn and if it doesn't work out then you know okay we need to do some adjustments and in that way you are actually taking one step uh, ahead actually re- reaching that goal that you want to achieve so and I think we need to take risks uh, to also succeed with uh, innovations uh, because yeah, because that's what it's about. Uh, because you will never have like a secure business plan, for example, for uh, artificial intelligence solutions. You need to test it out. Uh, and uh, approximately, I think 30% of what we do is maybe failure, but uh, the 70% is like then big achievements. Uh, and that's what we should celebrate. You shouldn't celebrate failure. I, I think it's... Uh, because that's what you learn from. Absolutely. And it's important to discuss failure uh, as well. So uh, to learn from them. So I'm just wondering, like, um, have you ever had any, uh, like, any advice that you have really treasured that has made a huge difference for you? 
Yes, I think it's what I try to, or what I talk mostly uh, when I have do like speaking conferences uh, at uh, different colleges. I said that um, it's two categories. I said if you need to be try to say yes more, but only, and this is quite important, only if it actually gives you an added value, meaning if it's a new opportunity. So it's, think of your CV as a, as a sales, um, um, what is it called? Um, Description. Yes. Mm. So just to try to do some exercises, uh, writing your own CV, like how would I like it to be? And dare to dream. Just not limit yourself to what you already have done and what is possible here and now. Just create an insane CV. Like would be awesome, and then try to take and build it from there. So saying yes, and again only if it, it uh, gives you added value. Say more yes to opportunities within the tech community. Just uh, uh, participating in in workshops or um, speaking at conferences. I think everything it makes you. Um, you grow because then you get more confident and it's very scary at first, but then you start to realize that you don't need to be prepared all the time and you don't need to have everything figured out and detailed plans. And the more you do it, uh, the more you see that, ah, this is, it's easier and easier for every time you do it. So it's, um, I think it's great learning just to put yourself out there. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I have a great story there um, because it was quite a coincidence that I started with artificial intelligence uh, because we had like just bought a company in Visma, uh, Blue Garden. And I had uh, a very small team that uh, did artificial intelligence, uh, but uh, they did it in a really great way. Uh, and then we in the management team discussed we should bring that initiative to like a division level. And then we discussed, uh, who can uh, take that uh, responsibility? And it was very silent uh, in the room. And then uh, I said, I can do it. Uh, and then I created like a plan together with that small team. And uh, today it's uh, a team of uh, 15 people instead of these uh, two people that uh, it started with. That's fantastic. That's really cool. Um but we all know that there are a lot of great initiatives. So this uh, list is one initiative to to create female role models. Then we have initiatives like quotation. Um, not many are very happy with, not many women are very happy with the quotation initiative, um, even though it might have turned out to be a good thing in order to get everyone's attention on, on the fact that it is a, a problem or a challenge. But I'm just wondering, um, in terms of your careers, are there any initiatives that have actually helped you in, 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 in moving forward or um, getting opportunities? No, I, I would say I haven't gotten much help at all. It would, I, I think I would say it was the opposite. So it's uh, if you wanted to do something, you were turned down or just saying it's not your place or so uh, the help is many people ask me if it's especially younger uh, female uh, within tech they ask me uh, has it been lonely and I say yes it has yeah. it's been a quite lonely journey uh, 
and I haven't got uh, gotten much help. And uh, it's as you said, if uh, uh, you sacrificed an, uh, anything, yes, absolutely. As you also said, I work twenty four seven, but I love it. So I would done it even though I had a vacation. Mm. I was probably still sit there and and work because I love it. So, so everything else has been prioritized uh, or just uh, put aside, and um, I think. That is why I today am so um, engaged in trying to help others because I, I I know you have a responsibility yourself asking for help, and I didn't do that. I was not good at it. I didn't have like even babysitters. I took my kids to school and at work, and because I I found it so difficult just asking, "Hey, can you?" Do you regret that? Do you wish you 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 had done that? I think it's uh, this is the kind of person I am, so I can't change it, uh, and I'm not trying to change the uh, few things that are quite fundamental within within me. And I'm this way because of my background and my upbringing. So I I, I don't want to you change still, it. You still you still don't ask for help. Yes, I'm I'm not good at it at all. What about you, Teresa? Not me either. So <laughs> you guys are kidding. <laughs> Why? I mean, that is so important. I know, uh, but um, and I always had. Would you advise other people to do that to ask for help? Absolutely, and um, because I see the, what kind of support I get when I ask for help, uh, and that's uh, has helped me a lot. But I think it's uh, it doesn't mean that you don't get help. So I think uh, uh, I'm very fortunate because people are offering their help. So I'm doing it. I'm not uh, great at asking for help, but I always have a great support team because they are stepping in and say, I can do this and volunteering. And then I say, oh, this is great. Thank you. And and they help out. So it's uh, uh, I managed to get it to work. Uh, and I think that is also the importance of just showing the different initiatives you're working with. So let, at this uh, international uh, International Women's Day, I had this talk at Antandu and I uh, gave away a free um, course and certification for 300 female students. And afterwards I was thinking, okay, I will actually have a training session for 300 at one time. Okay, I haven't done that before. Um, but now they're popping in like messages from uh, other companies saying, we can help. Do you need any more uh, like uh, trainers or someone who can contribute to making the, I don't know, slides, whatever. And I'm, I'm so, uh, it's so great seeing that if I hadn't been as um, um, made it um, so visible or talking about the courses, I wouldn't get help. But since I, I talk about it and I've posted on social media, this is what we're going to do. This is my plans and this is what I'm hoping to achieve. Mm -hmm. Then you get a lot of pos uh, positive feedback and people who want to. There's a little bit sort of uh, American to that. Um, I lived in uh, Silicon Valley for a couple of, or lived, um, I spent three months in Silicon Valley. Um, and that American culture 
of always telling everyone about what you're doing and your goals and, and what you want to achieve, yeah. that's when you got, they, and then everyone would go, oh, um, oh, you should talk to, yeah. um, that one knows a lot, or that one has done that, you should, uh, I'll give you the number. I think that is very, um, we don't have that in, in Norway, but have you ever sort of felt, Teresa, that um, someone had actually helped you in that way, um, as, as we just discussed now? Absolutely, and especially maybe in, in the beginning of my career, um, I had uh, some really good uh, leaders that uh, pushed me into the right direction and also gave me like a lot of responsibility and uh, and also helped me when I failed as well. Because uh, in the beginning of your career, you do some uh, mistakes uh, and uh, that you learn from. Definitely. I think we're um, getting to the end of today's talk. I, I know I could have been um, sitting here for hours and, and pull, uh, talk to you go, to you girls. Um, I have just a few, uh, just one question actually at the end. And um, and that is about, we, we talk about the importance of learning new things. So therefore, I, I would like to hear sort of what is the new What is the uh, the last thing, new thing that you learned? Yeah, what I like to learn uh, and also have started a bit is actually programming uh, because uh, I think it's so important to understand uh, programming when you lead like uh, AI teams uh, yourself. I'm not ever going to program anything uh, myself, but uh, learn a bit. I think it's uh, important. So that's uh, the latest I have done. What about you, Monica? It's um, Azure security and how to secure your data across regions. It, that was the morning uh, lesson I had today. Yes. Oh, this morning. Yes. Oh, oh, that's good. Um, I, I feel that uh, I actually should learn um, a little bit of the coding thing myself. Where do I start? Where, where do I go to do that basic if I... Do I have to go to some school or can I do it online? Actually, um, we have this Angus, as uh, I told you. So I tested out programming there. So you can maybe find some courses for children first. Uh, it's very basic and you learned, but it's an easy way to learn. And I would like to just state that I think um, many in Norway are not aware that we have something called meetup.com yeah. and they have uh, um, different meetups every week, every month, all year long. It's for free and it's uh, run by the community and you have great meetups there you know, within learning how to program uh, Azure as a cloud, mm. uh, project management, whatever, whatever it is. And I see that those who have been within the community for a long time, they are aware of it, but not students and not those who want to get into tech. So um, Total agree on that. Yeah. So I think what um, the last thing I learned is what I've learned from you um, today. And I think that it's, it's kind of interesting, but what, I, what I'm left with is actually the fact that you maybe don't even follow your own advice in terms of asking for help and how important it is. So that's one thing. Um, the other thing is more uh, yes, say yes, um, raise your hand, grab the opportunities, um, dare to um, do mistakes. 
and make sure that you... <laughs> I don't know if you can say that, but uh, make sure that you have a, a, a leader um, that actually wants you wants you to succeed, that that supports you, um, and and how important that has been for for you, and and also I thank you so much for coming today and for being such great uh, role models. It's a great um, responsibility, I've been told. So make sure you uh, treat it in a in a good way, and I'm sure you will. Thank Th you so much. And thank you for the invitation. Yes, thank you. In this episode, we talked about role models with Monika and Teresa, who recently got named two of Norway's 50 most influential women in tech. They both celebrate the importance of saying yes, challenging yourself and working hard. Monica went from high school dropout to an executive position in tech, and Teresa has worked 13 years in the same company and is driving change from within. What I take away, we need role models and we need more role models. The advice you should take away from this conversation is listen, listen to advice, say yes to opportunities or create them yourself. Work hard and surround yourself with people who want you to succeed. But don't do as my guests, who don't take their own advice. You have just listened to an episode of Game Changing Minds, a podcast brought to you by Oslo Business Forum in collaboration with Huawei. I hope you enjoyed it. Please share the podcast if you find it valuable. And be sure to listen to our next episode if you want to discover more about game changers and what we can learn from them. <laughs>